Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. We got a full studio tonight. We've got Governor David Patterson, Judge Weinberg, of course, John Katzmatidis, myself, Lydia Serrani, on the line with us right now. We have NYPD Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell. And Commissioner, it is such an honor to interview you, have you on this show. You are such a pioneer, such a how do you say, breaking the glass ceiling, and it's it's an it's an honor. It's great to have you on the show. The honor is mine. Thank you so much. Good evening, everyone. So tell us, crime here in New York City, number one topic. I know you're working together with Mayor Adams. How are you going to lower crime here? Well, you know, it took a lot to get us here. The pandemic was a factor, and we're actually climbing out of that, as everybody knows, and we're glad to see it. The courts were terribly affected by that as well. Um, They were arraigning people. We were arresting, but uh, they had trouble during COVID getting grand juries to sit and getting regular juries to sit for trials, and they're still kind of struggling with that. We made actually 4,500 gun arrests last year, but over 80% of those suspects with open gun cases are still out walking around right now, and only 100 of those cases went to trial or a plea. The court system needs to come back. I, uh, Commissioner John Katzmatidis, I agree with you, and we got a uh, Supreme Court just uh, judge here uh, uh, that that sat through many of those. And um, uh, when we give out those uh, tickets, desk appearance tickets, those desk appearance tickets, nobody ever comes back. That that is true at times, and uh, when there are no consequences, behavior doesn't change. And Commissioner Sewell, I, I know the cops, they're doing all they can. You guys are making a record number of arrests, specifically when it comes to guns. How frustrating is it for you when I just read this article in the Post about this uh, career criminal who was Eugene Clark, who was actually indicted by a grand jury on murder, and he was freed without bail by a Manhattan judge. I can only imagine this, this is incredibly frustrating for New Yorkers as well as for police officers. You know, the most dangerous thing our officers do is to go after somebody with a gun. They do it every single day. And when someone does get out, it is very frustrating, as you described uh, about the case today. Uh, But we're making the largest number of arrests over the last two years, and we've seen it in a quarter of a century. We certainly need uh, the judges to be able to remand people when necessary. But our officers, they are answering the calls. They're helping people. They're engaging the public in their homes, in the streets, and on the transit system. As you probably know I've been at their bedsides in emergency rooms because of the tragedies we've had over the past several weeks across the city. I greet them on patrol. I know our cops are engaged. Don't let anyone tell you that because morale or criticism, criticism excuse me, or bad laws, my cops are mailing it in because they're not. They are not phoning it in at all. They are out there helping New Yorkers every single day and night. Commissioner, well, this Governor is... Governor Patterson, go ahead. Uh, this is David Patterson. I grew up in Long Island. I went to a police dinner in Long Island uh, back in October, this is long before you were uh, uh, installed as police commissioner here in New York, and all the uh, police officials out there were raving about you. So good luck. And I want to ask you this question. Um, how long do you think a commissioner or mayor should have before you can decide whether or not their crime-fighting tools are working? So, for instance, you all took uh, office in January – I read articles, but in the general, we haven't seen a change in crime. Well, you couldn't. It's far more serious an issue than to write those sort of uh, really cursory headlines. I wholeheartedly agree. A lot 
it took us a lot to get here, but we certainly have initiatives in place to try to turn it around. We are seeing some results. We have a, a number of arrests that we are uh, taking in the subways and on the streets. So we certainly hope to have things turned around fairly quickly, but we do have to recognize the fact that it took us a while to get here. But we are steadfast focused on making it safer. We're putting new initiatives in place every single day, and we certainly hope to see the results of that. Uh, we know we will see the results of that as yes. well. Uh, I've talked to uh, I was with Governor Hochul yesterday and with uh, uh, Attorney General Tish James the day before, and uh, we talked about that uh, common sense Democrats and common sense Republicans have to talk to uh, the Assembly and the State Senate and put their foot down and say enough is enough. We got to keep eight and a half million New Yorkers safe versus three thousand violent criminals. I mean, if we have 3,000 violent criminals or 4,000, whatever the number is, and I'm talking about, we used to have three strikes and you're out. And I, I, I said to Tish, uh, James, and I said to, well, well, what's the new rule? 14 strikes and you're out? 20 <laughs> strikes and you're out? I said, at what point do we take them off the streets and, and, and keep eight and a half million New Yorkers safe? You know, the criminal justice reform laws that took effect in 2020, uh, I think that is definitely part of the thinking that needs to change. We can keep most of the important elements of the reform, but there are absolutely some things that need to be adjusted. Commissioner, it's it's Judge Richard Warnberg. I want to commend you for your leadership on that issue. I've been saying in this program, and John Kasmatidis has been saying on this program for a long time, you have to take a real hard look at that legislation. It has to be changed. You have to deal with the problem of giving judges discretion to hold people in based on dangerousness. That's the first change. And, and the ability yeah. to look back on their records. Recidivism. That's exactly have, right. If they have 14 uh, indictments for violent crimes. Recidivism. You know, at, Recidivism. at what point, at what point, point do you put them away? The, the point is that the law has to be amended so that you deal with the problem of recidivism. And Governor Patterson and I have had this conversation about that. That has to be an amendment to the bill when you have the problem Commissioner of Commissioner Sewell, what do you think needs to be changed with the bail reform bill? There are entire categories of serious crimes that we can no longer make an arrest for, or we can only issue a summons. We have used discretion in the past. Now we don't even have that. There are entire categories of crime we can make an arrest, but as you said, the judges are legally prohibited from ever setting bail. Even if the same burglar or car thief commits the same crime every day and ends up in front of the same judge, they used to have that discretion, and in many cases, they don't have that anymore. Even when bail is set, the judge is required by law to set a bail amount that the defendant can afford, which means more violent criminals are getting out on bail that they can also walk away from. The, now, the, least, the least drastic uh, means, too. They have to do a hearing to determine what's the least drastic. So if they can uh, let them out with uh, an ankle bracelet, you're right, that's what you're they're right. supposed to and do. And that's going to take up a lot of time, which the commission was saying earlier was the reason that they couldn't get cases processed because – they didn't have enough people there, and now you've got these added hearings that are just going to obfuscate the process. Commissioner Sewell, but, but I know I you want to be fair, yes. but I want to be fair because bail should be fair. I don't exactly. mean to insinuate no, that it should agree. not be fair. But all, had, okay, just making sure agree. we're clear on bail that. It did need fair. to be reformed. But after 14 violent indictments, 44, arrests. And- well, Commissioner, thank you for coming on. And uh, we support you. We support uh, Mayor Adams in his effort. And we're standing behind you and, and want to put all common sense New Yorkers, whether uh, of color or white or blue or green, the, the, to say enough is enough. We want New York to be safe. Thank you so much. Commissioner, so, so much. last thing you want to say to New Yorkers out there that are worried and they want to move out of here about, you know, because they're worried about the crime. 
Mayor Adams and I are laser focused on turning the tide in this city. We have the tools to do it. We have the people to do it. We have the drive to do it. And we will get it done. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you at the Powell lunch, the New York Police Athletic Ah. League lunch on Tuesday. And and I look forward to saying hi. As do I. I'll see you soon. Thank you all for your time. Bye-bye. Uh, that was a terrific interview. She's, she's fantastic. A, she's a woman she's who a great understands lady. the issues. Can, and we support, can she run for governor? We support, we support <laughs> her 100%, and we support Eric Adams 100%. She makes sense. And listen to me. Uh, but, but these people in the state Senate, in the state uh, assembly, they're told, Mayor Adams, they told them the pound sand. Right. And- I mean, I, you know what we're going to tell them this November, Governor? Well, I'm going to tell them to pound sand the people that uh, don't want law and order in our streets. I mean, how many more people? And, you know, they keep talking about the criminals. They don't want to fill up the justice system in the jails with black and brown people. Well, what about the hospitals with the black and brown people? Ninety percent of the victims of these same criminals over and over are people of color. They deserve to be safe, too. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have the minister from uh, of finance. Canada of from- finance and uh Very interesting discussion with our our sister country, Canada. And they're frustrated, too.